It's the Happy Families Podcast. Richard Marks, QPAC. No kids. Well, you and I me, had to baby. go to a Richard Marks concert, my honey, at least I get to do it next year. You know how at the start of the podcast, JR always puts the best part of the podcast <laughs> right there. That, I think, is a big quote. That's if he, it. If he doesn't do it, he didn't think it was as good as you and I did. <laughs> and now here's the stars of our show, my mum and dad. Hello, this is Dr. Justin Coulson, the founder of happyfamilies.com.au. I'm in such a good mood today because it's Friday. <laughs> but do you know what I'm really excited about, Kylie? I think I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we, that's because you heard me queuing a few things up and getting them ready here on on YouTube, right? So, so why don't, why don't you why don't you say what 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 are we what am I? I, I I'm being dragged along to a concert tonight. <laughs> so you're not. Are we going to a concert tonight? I'm so excited. We're going to a concert, and how excited are you? <laughs> Concerts aren't really my thing. Oh come on! But what about this song? Do you remember? Do you remember when we were dating? I'm sure I must have sung this to you. Do you remember this song? Yeah. So, folks, we are going to see Richard Marks tonight at QPAC. Oh, boom. Remember this? Oh, it's going to be so great. I cannot wait. This is what parenting is all about, having a night off from the kids. So that well, you at can... least if I fall asleep in oh, this one, I'm not going to get into too much trouble. You are going to get into trouble. Well, tickets We're... didn't cost you half as much as Billy Joel. We're going to be hearing great songs like this. <laughs> Remember Richard Marks? He is amazing. Big hair. <laughs> oh, great stuff. You know my favourite song of all the Richard Marks songs, though? Tell me. Have a guess. Can you remember the – what do you think would be the best one? I love Right Here Waiting. Great stuff. You're not, you're not guessing. You're looking at me like you don't know any of his songs, so you can't possibly guess. What about this one? Do you remember oh, this, this is one? this so sad. I love this one. Hazard. And you know what I love about this song? You just don't know what happened. I know. That's was, what's so devastating about it. Was he a creep? I mean, he's, he's singing this song and he sounds like such a nice guy, but was he a creep? Or is he just the scapegoat? Did something bad happen? I'm so excited for tonight. I'm so pumped. This is like a – I get to relive my, what, mid to late adolescence, early adolescence. I can't even remember what years it was, but Richard Marks, QPAC, no kids. Well, you if and I me, have to baby. go to a Richard Marks concert, my honey, at least I get to do it next to you. Oh, that might be the line of the day. I think that that needs to be our, um, our big quote. Like, you know how at the start of the podcast, JR always puts the best part of the podcast <laughs> right there. That, I think, is – That's he, it? If he doesn't do it. He didn't think it was as good as you and I did. As well as I did, anyway. Hey, so uh, that's that's enough personal news for now. Uh, we've, we've got some more big news. We're going to talk more about this next week, but we have a daughter who's about to leave home. Like, literally leave home and move as far away just about as you can. We've got three more sleeps. Yeah, other side of the world. Daughter number two, she's about to fly the nest. Well, she might be daughter number two, but we've not had a child do something this big. No, well, our first daughter got married at 19. That was pretty big. But this one, yes, the, but she lived 10 minutes away from us. <laughs> this one at the age of 20 is flying to England for 18 months. So we'll talk well, more about that. Well, let's just put this into perspective because I'm really a little bit nervous. She's got to get on a plane here in Maroochydore <laughs> yeah. and fly to Sydney. But from Sydney, she then has to go to the international airport yeah. all by herself yeah. and get on a flight to go to Qatar. Qatar. Yeah. And once she's in Qatar, she then has to find herself on another aeroplane to get all the way to Manchester. Yeah, it's so exciting. So exciting. I'm not sure she's going to even make it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm really nervous. Well, today for I'll Do Better Tomorrow, I want to talk about that daughter and the experiences that we've had. And I had a, a wake-up call, I guess. I had this 
eye-opening moment on Sunday. So for those of you who have missed the news, our daughter is going to spend 18 months as a missionary for our church uh, in the United Kingdom and doing all sorts of missionary work and service work. And I, I think it's going to be such a good thing. One of the challenges that you have as a parent as your kids grow up is it's really hard to see them as anything other than your kid, the one who fights with their sisters or brothers and has a big sook when the dishes need to be done. Or, uh, Mind you, this daughter is really good with the dishes, but I'm just using these as an examples. We see this child as the the obstinate one or the one who doesn't know how to take anything seriously or can't possibly live. Or take everything seriously. Yeah, can't possibly live without our oversight and our guidance. And that's kind of – I mean – She's, she's my little girl. She might be our second daughter and she's definitely an adult. She's been working. And over the last couple of years, Kylie, I, I've found that I have underestimated her with the very best of intentions multiple times. I've seen what she's done as she's finished school, got through school really well, and then done the things that she's done since school and now she's doing this. And she's blown me away every time I've paused and taken a good look at, holy smokes, look at this kid go. On Sunday, in our church congregation, she was asked to stand up and address, I don't know, 250, 300 people for 15 minutes. She was asked to give a 15-minute talk about her preparations and and things that she holds really dear. And she spent some time on Saturday morning putting some thoughts together, and I asked if she needed a hand. She said, no, no I've got it. And I was thinking, hang on, I'm, I'm the professional speaker here. Like, you, you need my help. But I didn't push. She said, I've got it. And I said, okay, well, let's just hope that she doesn't crash and burn. Uh, she stood up in front of that congregation and spoke for 15, 16 minutes and was extraordinary. And I'm, I'm not saying that as a completely subjective, emotionally involved father. I'm pretty impartial. I'm, I'm pretty disinclined to give praise to people who give talks because it's really rare to find somebody who will give a great talk. Uh, she, she did such a great job that when she finished – I thought to myself, I think she just gave the perfect talk. Like there is literally nothing that I want to say to her about what she could have done better. She just did such a great job. And I told her that. I just said, I'm not into praise. I'm not into making you feel good just because I'm your dad and I'm supposed to. You know that I'll tell you if I liked it and if I didn't like it. And I just said, I I can't think of anything you could have done better. That was absolutely brilliant. And again, I just sat there, Kylie, and I thought, so often we think to ourselves about our kids, oh, they're not ready, or I haven't prepared them well enough, or this, or that, or, oh my goodness, I hope they're not going to go out there and make a fool of themselves, or a fool of me, or <laughs> any of those things. And, and I am concerned that she can't cook. I, I am concerned that she's not going to do the washing the right way, or any, all of those adult things that you just but, – but she can learn those once she's out there, once she's living life. There's nothing like real-life experience yeah, yeah. To, to teach us the things that we need to learn at the right time. I was just so blown away. I was so blown away by this kid. And for all of the ups and downs of parenting and all of the times where I think, oh, my goodness, I might be a parenting expert. I'm, I'm done. This is so hard. I'm sick of the kids. I want to have some time away. This was just outstanding. And that's my I'll do better tomorrow. Just, I, I guess we have to keep on doing what we're doing because it's working out okay. We just don't see it when we're in the moment. But when we see the kids in a different context, when they're not being our kids, when they're being people, in society, when they're at a friend's house or when they're at school or when they're down at the park or whatever it is, that's when we get to see who they really are, not when they're in the living room and they're squabbling with their sister about who ate somebody's last piece of chocolate. That, that, that's not what really shows who they are. It's the stuff they're doing out there and I just feel so grateful.
What's your I'll do better tomorrow as we get all set for our concert tonight? Well, in contrast to that, I've had a pretty tough week. I've been physically unwell mm. for much of the week. Yeah. And, and you're coming off the back of me having a couple of lousy weeks. Do you know how I got over my lousy couple of weeks? Two things. First of all, you treated me like there was nothing wrong. That made a huge difference. And secondly, after two weeks of languishing and just thinking, heck, I'm a well-being expert, I'm a parenting expert, I'm supposed to know how this works, I just decided that I was going to pretend that everything was fine. And by pretending, I actually suddenly got better. So fake it till you make it, is yeah, what you're saying? Yeah, kind of, yeah, fake it. No, no that's, not, that's not clinical psychological advice. There's a lot more work that needs to be done for people who are dealing with depression, anxiety and so on. But, but sometimes that's actually all you need. Just fake it till you make it. I, I bounced back like I came good in, in phenomenal ways because I faked it till I made it, even in relation to a couple of bigger issues and a couple of big relationships. I just pretended they were fine and they actually became fine. Like they're not perfect. They're still stuff, but they're fine. Anyway, I cut you off. So you've had a tough, tough week and you've been sick for a few days, which mm. makes it worse. And so the mood kind of for me has shifted and I, and I was feeling quite low. Yeah. And in the lead up to Sunday, it was – feeling pretty depleted emotionally and physically and I ended up um, calling my dad and asking him to pop over and just spend some time with me. And when you say you called your dad and asked him to pop over, he lives an hour and 40 minutes away <laughs> with your mum. I like that. They live together but your mum wasn't well enough to come so your dad just jumped in the car and said, sure, I'll come and spend an hour and 40 minutes with you. He did. And well, I'll drive for an hour and 40 minutes so that I can spend some time with you. And so – because of the timing of, of his day, we actually attended church together and, um, you know, relished in the opportunity to see our daughter just… Blossom. Really blossom, yeah. It was, it was interesting because her older sister actually looked at me um, that afternoon and she said, did I actually just literally witness Abby grow up today? She was personally blown away who was standing in front of her and the things that she shared and just the confidence that her challenges have actually given her. Yeah. And it was really beautiful to witness. So coming off the back of that and feeling still feeling quite low and just really needing to be with my dad, I sat with him for a little bit of time and, and kind of I offloaded would be the best word, just – had a big cry and this is what it's been like being married Justin <laughs> but I just I, I pose the question is this is it really worth it like I feel like I have given the very best of everything I am and everything I'm capable of doing and being and yet the kids still fight like crazy and the bickering is just intense and their unwillingness to help when I need it and you know the list is just a mile long and I just had got to the point where I kind of felt, you know what, I actually don't want to carry this anymore. Yeah. It just feels too heavy. Yeah. And the interesting thing is over the years as I've spent many hours with my dad is it's not usually anything he says. It's just that I feel enveloped in love hmm. in those moments. And as I watched him start to process, I recognised that there was actually two things going on for him. In that moment, he was trying to process my pain while he actually relived his own as a parent. To be a parent means that you pretty much wear your heart on the outside all the time and it has the potential to break a million times over 
in so many different ways and for so many different reasons. But to just know that while my dad couldn't fix it, he could love me and he could understand and he could sit with me in that space was such a gift. And so I guess the take home for me is remembering that my relationship with my dad has never been perfect. It has been fraught with challenge and there have been umpteen fights over the years and, you know, disharmony and discord and, and, and real honest challenge. But when the going gets tough, he's my safe harbour. He's the place that I want to go because I know that the turbulencies can't reach me in that space. And if he can do that for me in spite of all of my weakness with my own children, hopefully I can be that person for them. Right now, they think they're big kids and they're capable of doing life on their own. And that's what they're supposed to be doing. But there will come a time where the seas will get too much. And if they only know that, well, I can't fix it, that they can come home to a place of love, then I think I've succeeded as a parent. That's my take home. Kylie, I really love that um, that story and I'm grateful that you shared it. It also reminds me of all the times where I get it wrong, where I'm not the cool dad, where I'm not the patient dad, where I'm anything but. And it's a great reminder for how we can be better. The Happy Families podcast is produced by Justin Rulon from Bridge Media. Craig Bruce is our executive producer. Hey, we really hope that you have a great weekend. We are definitely going to have a great weekend. Because Richard Marks is tonight. I can't wait for that. Uh, And I'm hoping that tomorrow we're not going to be so tired that we can't be great parents for the weekend. Have a great weekend, everyone. Thanks so much for listening to the Happy Families podcast. If you would like more information about how to make your family happier, you can find it all at happyfamilies.com.au.